Welcome back to Rural Queensland today. Friday morning, the 21st of July. Senator Susan MacDonald uh, joins us this morning. Susan, good morning. Thank you so much for being with us. Terrific to talk to you, Ben. There's, um, as always, lots going on in the world. I'm going to start with something very disappointing. And um, Labor cutting ag show funding. Now, we understand communities are dying in rural and regional Australia and funding towards a lot of initiatives, health, roads, uh, stock routes, all these different issues have been considerably undermanned and underfunded. But to cut the funding towards the agricultural shows is nothing short of sinister and very disappointing. Well, I think uh, it, it is really depressing to hear because ag shows have the largest volunteer network in Australia, bar none. It's where we come together as a community. It's where we showcase the best of agricultural produce and, uh, uh, you know, and it's often also the community facilities which are used for other events. So under the previous government, there was uh, funding made available because a whole lot of shows did it really tough after they had to cancel, uh, cancel their shows Due during to COVID. COVID. Yeah. yeah, with almost yeah. no notice. Uh, so the, the government supported them through that with paying for, you know, expenses they couldn't get out of, insurance and electricity and whatnot. And then on top of that, provided $20 million for 122 shows to build new pavilions, exhibition areas, you know, seating, shade, weather protection, all that sort of thing. Um, and it's been pulled. And, well, that's staying, but there was another, there was more money uh, for funding for ag shows that we discovered at the last estimates has just been, and you've got to love this word, reprioritized, yeah. which means yeah. taken away. Taken away. You know, it's disappointing, and it just keeps on going, going on and on and on. And it doesn't matter whether or not shows or whether or not it, it, it's the management of fire ants. Now, I spoke to yesterday uh, the Department of Ag and Fisheries, your senior scientist in Queensland, and we've got four army worms that are now um, a real threat to maize, sorghum, corn, fruit and veg. So we've got that, we've got that there, that biosecurity risk. But we've got fire ants that from a state level and from a federal level, level have just been let to run wild. There's sightings now in and nests being sighted in Toowoomba, um, what was once just only uh, located here just outside of Brisbane. We now are seeing a very vast spread. And this is a lack of funding. This is a lack of care. This is a biosecurity threat that has been going on and on and on for years. And we're seeing now the demise of it because of the lack of interest. Murray Watt, one, Mark Ferner, two, both agricultural ministers, state and federally, have dropped the ball considerably. It's, it, well, biosecurity is the most important thing that agricultural departments, both at a state and federal level, can take care of. You know, we talked earlier about earlier in the year about foot and mouth and lumpy skin disease, our concerns about that. But it is these other smaller uh, disease incursions or, or pest incursions that are so serious. And fire ants, as we know, in southeast Queensland has spread. Uh, it, it does. It will take two to $300 million over the next 10 years Gee if we are to have any chance at all. The money's being cut because the federal and state ministers, both Labor, couldn't come to an agreement. 
And so they're going back to the drawing boards. I mean, yeah. fire ants everywhere are celebrating, saying, yeah. good news, kids, uh, we're, we're, we're staying. Yeah. Because that is exactly what happens when governments drop the ball. And I'm particularly concerned in Queensland because we're relying on the state and territory frontline defence to be funded by the federal government, sure, but to be the, the arms and legs on the ground that protect us from biosecurity uh, incursions. And this is... That's a real worry. Real worry. That's right. Senator, Ben Fordham from 2GB in Sydney uh, challenged the Prime Minister um, on Wednesday in regards to the referendum that's taking place later in the year. We've talked about this many times on this show. I don't know what the actual answer is as such yet, but what I do know is that there is creating an unnecessary divide between Indigenous Australians, um, you know, first settlers, and now to the average Aussie, because no one actually knows what is going on. No one actually knows the true extent, whether or not the yes vote gets through or whether or not the no vote doesn't does get up. We don't actually know what the fallout will be. This, to me, is as concerning time as we've ever had. Now, you're on the ground every day. You're talking to people. What is the feeling out in Australia, in northern Australia, about this? And 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 has Anthony Albanese got it wrong? Well, he's wildly got it wrong, Ben, because he's established a process that is unclear, uncertain. Uh, he's made it incredibly divisive, the way he's gone about it. Yep. And he wants to uh, make changes to the constitution that would be permanent and only subject to interpretation by the High Court. No matter what he says about politicians who are going to write the legislation, once it's in the Constitution, it is the High Court that, that determines the impact and the interpretation. Now, Albanese has had the opportunity over months to have gone about this differently, uh, to have split the split the question, to to have had recognition in the constitution and put the voice separately into legislation. Uh, so when this fails, because I believe that it will, as it should do, it will fail because of his lack of flexibility and his, I don't know who he's got in his ear, but it is wrong. And in North Queensland, the community is really devastated. We have had communities that have worked together, um, uh, Indigenous, um, first settlers, newer migrants uh, that have worked together and been really proud of their communities and what's on the ground. But what we're going to see uh, and what we're hearing is that nobody wants it. In North Queensland, uh, it's less popular than, and you know, fill in whatever expression you want to use there, but it is yeah. not popular because uh, because Indigenous Australians know that unless there is representation from their communities, nothing will change. Yeah. We'll have more shiny-suited uh, representatives sitting in Canberra a long way away, costing a lot more money, a lot more bureaucrats. There's already a National Indigenous uh, Agency uh, with thousands of bureaucrats with a big budget. Where does it go? Well, it goes on spending more money in Canberra. It's ridiculous. Yeah, it certainly is. Uh, we're talking with Senator Susan McDonald this morning. Just quickly, um, and I won't hold you, I understand how busy you've been. Um, the Liddell Power Station closure 
has driven up power prices. Now, we've got a government that can hell-bent on closing down power. Um, they don't want nuclear. It's all about solar. It's all about, you know, net zero. Yet we are not prepared to help or compensate when power prices are going through the roof and then when we've got power shortages. Well, this is the crazy thing, is that this headlong rush to shut down coal stations, yeah, to not support gas, um, is already, our households have already seen their power prices jump by 23%. Uh, so from the 1st of July, the, the closure of Liddell and that impact on the wholesale market will start to flow through onto the increases for households for next year. Um, this is a clear demonstration that the government's plan, the Labor government's plan to rush towards more renewables, uh, they're not meeting targets, it's not making sense, and the people that cop it are Australians who cannot pass that cost on to anybody else. Small businesses are suffering yep. because they can't increase prices any further. Yep. Uh, and households. Households are doing it really tough, Ben. We all know this. Oh, it's a bloody so worrying time. Um, it really is. Yeah. And governments are making the difference. The governments are making it harder for Australians uh, to go ahead. And, um, you know, I think in the last 12 months since Labor got in, uh, nobody's better off. It's it's a complete In the basket case. Mm. Have a great weekend. Appreciate your time. Thank you so much for being with us on Rural Queensland today. Senator Susan McDonald doing a fantastic job representing the people of Northern Australia and making sure that our rights are there and heard every week in Canberra. Thank you, Senator. Great to chat. Great to talk to you. Thanks, Ben. Good on you. We'll take a break. Come back. It is Friday morning, the 21st of July. You're with Ben Dobbin across Rural Queensland today on the Resonate Broadcast Network.